Welcome to the Lighthouse Podcast, a resource created by Lighthouse Family Retreat to strengthen families that are living through childhood cancer. You will hear stories from families, educational information on childhood cancer, and most importantly, we will encourage your family during this journey. Hey friends, welcome back to the Lighthouse Podcast. Christy, it's good to have you back. I've never felt so appreciated. Man, I, missed, I missed you last week. I missed you last week. Well, thanks for covering it without me. Yeah, it's not as much it. fun. You know, um, the uh, the pre-interview banter, it's just not the same. With when you, yourself, when, you when it's just you. <laughs> no one to banter with. It's not as much fun. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you appreciate my banter. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun, the conversation. And, uh, and it's also very nice uh, when you're interviewing someone to know that someone else is going to be sitting right there next to you to fill in a gap right. and ask a question <laughs> and that you don't have to ask all the questions. You do that for me uh, more than I do it for so, you when I kind of blank, but yeah. I appreciate it. So everybody out there listening, thank you for enduring uh, last week with just me like I had mentioned before, the much less um, of a better half of this podcast. But um, welcome back. Thank you. Well, today is one of my favorite days. Today is bring one of your favorite coworkers to podcast day. Yes, it is. Yeah. Our Dolly Parton fan of the year. Right? Right. One of our favorite people of all time is joining us today. One of the most important people mm-hmm. that we have here at Lighthouse. We're just going to, we're going to just lift you up here, Jackie, before we start. She's one of our favorites. She's super fun. She's got a very important job here at Lighthouse. Huge role. Big role. We love the role. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to introduce you to Jackie Jones. Good morning. (laughs) I almost wore my Dolly Parton shirt this morning, and so I'm sad I didn't. I love that everybody associates my name with some Dolly. I love that you have more than one Dolly Parton piece of apparel. (laughs) Have y'all ever heard me say, hello, Dolly? All the time. Okay. I was just making sure I'm like, like, not only do I wear the shirt, but I like I speak her name often. Yes. And And hello, Dolly, for you is not just a good morning phrase. It's like, if if you're frustrated or if something's exciting it's just hello dolly hello dolly where does this come from like all this dolly fanfare is it just the celebrity of dolly growing up or did you like the movies she was in or something like that like what or the her music what was it that got you following dolly you know, I think the thing that I love about Dolly, I don't like country music. I hope that that doesn't take me down a notch in the <laughs> it favorite. In my book. I didn't know yeah. that. That's, favorite. I'm not a country bad. fan, but I just love that Dolly is kind. She treats everyone well. She just um, ages well. Like just yeah, all, she just all the things. And I think just most important that she just sees everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I just. I just am drawn to that. And she's a boss that just cares for all the things. And so I think, I don't know, it's just probably the last five years, I have gotten every Dolly shirt I see, every sticker I see. We named the Jeep Dolly, all the things. <laughs> so it's not a childhood thing. It's just the last five years. It's mm-hmm. not like a childhood thing. Yeah. It's just, yeah, the last five years. Maybe it was like midlife crisis 40. Like, who do I want to look up to? Who do I want to <laughs> look like at 80? I don't know. But yes. But I have said hello, Dolly, I would say for, uh, you know, 20, 20 years because. I have all my friends that make fun of my sayings, um, and that's one of that's one that. Of it's one of um, my favorites. We've heard yeah. some of the other ones too. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, keep I'll keep some of those can't be on the podcast, <laughs> but 
Have you been to Dollywood? No, I have never been. Can we do a lighthouse trip to yes, Dollywood? Maybe trip. we do that. That's where that would be worth it. I mean, you, you're such a big fan. You yes. need to go experience Dollywood. Yes, I do love a roller coaster, and I do love Dolly. So, oh, Christie's sorry, right, roller yeah. coaster. I'm a fan of Dolly too. Yeah, but I'm an even bigger fan of you no. because you have um, you've been here how many years now? Like three, like two and a half two years, and half. And almost yeah. three. Mm-hmm. And we're on the same team, yes. which is awesome and works well for me. But you have a really important role here. So talk to us a little bit about what your role is at Lighthouse. I feel like I have the best role. And mainly just because I get to get retreat families ready for what their week is going to look like. So what that looks like is I call them, email them, just give them all the information they need so they feel prepared. And, you know, the cool part of it is, is I can talk to them, tell them all the things. But the amazing part is when they get on retreat, like they are not prepared for how well they're going to be loved. And so I try to like give them the scoop, but then it just blows them away when they get there. And that's my favorite thing to like check in on them throughout the week and say, Hey, how's it going? We are having the best time ever. We had no idea we needed this, that, you know, just that interaction with the retreat families and hearing all the hard work that everybody does um, on staff to get them ready, I get to be the recipient of hearing about their experience and the life change that's happening for them. So that's what I get to do. And I get paid for it. And I get to do that on the daily. So if you can't tell, I just love it. And I get to work with Christy Richards. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how we all finish our sentences yeah. <laughs> around here is with that same. And we get to work Gosh, with I'm gone Christy one Richards. week and it's just all this love. <laughs> so you start on the front end with just the whole process of getting the word out mm-hmm. to families. I know you also are the one that's managing the families, pouring into the families, having all those conversations with families. But you're also the one that's um, working with the hospitals and social workers and everybody to make sure they have all the info so that our families can hear about yes. Lighthouse, right? Mm-hmm. And going through that process. Right. Um, what's that? When, when does that start for families? You know, that typically starts, we try to get that information out to social workers, you know, about a month before we start opening applications up for families. And typically that's the December time frame that we try to open applications up. So we let social workers and hospitals know in that November time frame, hey, be on the lookout because the application is coming. The really amazing part that I loved seeing this year is, yes, we do that with the social workers, but so many of our families that have applied this year have now previously heard from other retreat families Mm -hmm. that, hey, you've got to sign up for this because this is something your family needs and you don't want to miss it. And so, yes, I think in the past we have relied on social workers a lot to spread the word, but now previous retreat families are, you know, spreading the word as well and making sure that they um, say, hey, look for Instagram, look for emails, make sure you don't miss when the applications open because they just um, have had such a great experience that they're sharing it too. So yes, social workers definitely spreading the word, um, but you know, other retreat families now are spreading the word like crazy. You mentioned, um, you know, families saying, Hey, you need this, like sharing it. Like what, cause you are hearing from these families after, Mm -hmm. not just before, but you're talking to a lot of them after and getting a lot of that feedback. 
what is it that they're saying that is the like the big thing around this is why you need this? What are they saying? You know, I I think if you could just say what is one thing, you know, I think it's the whole thing of going away and having another family come alongside you and just make every part of your week restful. Like, what can I help with? What can I do? I don't have to think about meals. I don't have to think about anything that week. Everyone just plans that for me. And so it's this week of not having to plan and think when that's all they're doing in their days. Mm. As they're planning the next hospital visit, they're planning the next, oh, but I've got to figure out what I'm going to have for dinner for my family. And then they're trying to get all the kids to all the places. So to go and just be and have people come alongside you and make, hey, getting to the beach easier. I don't have to carry everything out. Somebody's going to help with that. Wash our clothes. Like all these things that people step in and do at the end of the week, I think they just feel so refreshed. And it's not just one thing. But if I had to mention the one thing that stands out over and over again, it would be common ground. Those Hmm. parents who, especially when I kind of prepare them on the front end of common ground, I hear all the time, I'm nervous. Like, I don't know if my husband's going to share. I don't know what that looks like. We haven't shared our story before. You know, all these concerns at the beginning of, you know, the, the process at the end of retreat, they're like, it was the best thing that we did not even know we needed to sit in a circle with people and hear their stories and then hear um, the connection that happens and have someone to understand and nod their head and like, oh, yeah, I I know what you're talking about. I get that. Getting someone to take medicine um, or steroids when they don't want to take one more medicine and they know the steroids is going to make them grumpy and hungry and eat all the time. Just to watch the body language that happens and connection that happens, I think over and over again, we hear that common ground is the huge win yeah. for that. You're right when you say like you could say all the words and you can't really prepare a family for, you know, what they're going to experience. Um, what do they tell you on the back end that surprised them the most? Is there something that they're like, besides we didn't know we needed common ground? Is there anything that they come in and they're like, we just didn't realize how great this was going to be or how much this would impact us? Or are there yeah. things that surprise them afterwards? I think they're surprised by the connection that they have, not only with the other retreat families, but by the family partners that come in and serve them so well, like this idea of they just went the extra mile and we had no idea hmm. the extra what an extra mile looked like until, you know, they're on the other side of that. And the cool part of that is, is, you know, we also we have first time retreat families that attend and then we allow families to attend two years. And so that can be back to back or just as long as the child is not past a year of treatment, we allow um, second time families to come. And the cool part for them is, yes, they kind of know what to expect that first go around or they or they don't know what to expect so you think the second time they would know what to expect but they get all new family partners and so the week looks completely different for them because they've got this new group of people that come in and love them a different way and then they've got new common ground leaders and so that common ground time looks different and so yes they can have an idea of what to expect with the schedule things but it really is a new experience for them and just as much refreshment as the first time yeah Um, 
So for those of you guys that are listening have not been on a lighthouse uh, retreat, so a retreat family, those are the families that we serve that have a child with cancer. Uh, and then like Jackie was saying, our family partners are volunteers. We've got a whole bunch of volunteers that come down. So on a week-long retreat, we'll bring in anywhere between probably 11 and 14 retreat families that are all ha- that all have a child that's, that's living through childhood cancer. And they're at some stage of their journey, either just beginning it, they're in the middle of it, maybe wrapping it up, or they're one year removed. I think, Jackie, you mentioned that. Um, and then we bring in uh, a bunch of volunteer families. So we have around 150 to 200 people on the retreat at the same time. And our families, uh, when we're serving them throughout the week for four days in the morning, uh, they get together in this time called Common Ground. And while the families or the parents are doing that, their kids are off with all of our volunteers just having a hoot and a heyday. That's something Dolly would say. <laughs> she would. Yeah. I'm not uh, <laughs> And, uh, and they're playing on the beach, uh, building sandcastles, maybe playing at the pool, or they're doing crafts under a big fun tent, all kinds of different stuff. Um, but common ground is where our parents get to sit in a circle, like you said, with all the other parents that are going through it, led by a, what we call a, maybe a mentor couple um, that are leading that time, facilitating that time. And Christy, you guys have, you know, with your story, you and Eric have sat in that yeah. seat. Yeah, we just led over spring that, break right. um, for a um, week. Yeah. So let's talk about like what happens in that room for four days, right? Um, because a lot of folks kind of wonder sometimes, like what's yes. really going on in there? You know, it's not just a big dance party, right? <laughs> I mean, um, there's been some dancing <laughs> occasionally. There's some fun but... <laughs> stuff that happens in there. But what happens in Common Ground? It starts on a Tuesday morning, goes through a Friday morning, there's four mornings. Mm-hmm. What's going on uh, in Common Ground? And, and let's talk about the value uh, of those days and what happens. So Jackie was right when she said body language. That's probably my favorite part is the first day, you know, everyone comes in and they're nervous. One, they just left their kids, right? And they're also nervous because they've heard we might talk about feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of us, that's not our most comfortable spot. But they come in and they're just there's no eye contact and they're super stiff and all common ground really is, is a safe space. Like Mm -hmm. what Eric and I do is we, we make coffee, we have air conditioning, we have chocolate, we have a safe space. Right. And the bet, one of the benefits Jackie mentioned, we invite families to come back a second time. Having a couple people in the room that have done it before Mm -hmm. is that they come into common ground. Like this is awesome. I get two hours with grownups. My kids are good. You all can relax. But It really is just a time for people to kind of tell their stories and just say, hey, this is where my family is. This is what's happening. This is what I'm struggling with. And there's no pressure. Some days on the first day, not everybody talks. Usually by the end of the week, honestly, everybody has shared. And, you know, the thing I love the most is for the dads in the room. And I don't want to stereotype that women talk about feelings more easily. But in general... Moms going through this are finding other moms some way. You know, they might be on a social media site or they wander the hallways in the hospital and the dads are the ones that are trying to kind of hold it all together right. and giving them a space with other dads. Yeah. And one of the days in Common Ground, we split up yeah. and the moms have their own and the dads have their own. And I just, I find that time so valuable because yeah. there's things that maybe you just want to say to the, to the other girls in the room or the other guys in the room, but it's really just, it's safety mm-hmm. and privacy mm-hmm. and it's acceptance from every single person in the room. It's 12 couples who have nothing in common really, except they all sat in the room once and heard, yeah. we're so sorry. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, if I've only sat in one common ground time and it was, or one week and it was super powerful for for me to just see the connection and this idea that 
okay, I'm struggling with something and I don't know if everybody else is in the room is. So let me like throw it out there and see. I saw a, a situation where mom's like, I think I need some medicine. I am struggling with depression. And every single mom mm. in the room was just like, sis, get on some medicine, right. figure it out. <laughs> we all need medicine in this room, walking through what we are walking through. And just the weight that was lifted in that to see her say, oh, wait, I put something out there. These moms understand, hmm. they know, and they're encouraging me to take the next step that I was fearful in taking. Or marriage is hard right now. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the room agreeing, yes, it is hard right now. And there's just something validating sitting in the room with other people who know that. And so it's super powerful. And I've only done it one time. And I just am blown away by watching it happen in a week and just hearing at the end of the week the impact that it made. And then just knowing that every family that I talk to is going to get to experience that. And it will be different for each of them at the end of the week. I know that. But I do know and believe and pray that it is life-changing for each of them, for sure. You said the perfect words, the load is lighter. And it's, you know, your circumstances are the same thing Saturday when you go home. But it's amazing to me, and it happens every single time, how much lighter the load is Mm -hmm. because you just shared it with someone. It didn't physically change your circumstances, but you said it out loud. Somebody else said the same thing out loud. Um, And watching them kind of come together as a group and support each other. And, you know, my group from spring break, I'm still watching on Facebook and someone had scans the other day and the first 15 messages of support were from volunteers and people in the common ground room. And that will continue for years. Yep. For years. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, just to talk about um, the whole experience of a week long retreat, the thing that I mentioned to someone the other day, I'm like, you know what? When I first attended a lighthouse retreat as a family partner, so that volunteer role, I thought I was kind of getting into this mindset of, okay, I'm going to volunteer, but it's going to feel like a vacation um, at the end. Because that's what somebody told They lied to me. That's what somebody <laughs> told me. You know, come Thursday, we were taking naps every day at conked out time, mm-hmm. and we were exhausted. Yeah. Come Thursday, the kids wanted to go, you know, somewhere. And I was just like, are you guys, you can walk? <laughs> what? So that was, uh, you know, as a family partner, um, we, we had that mindset that, there was a piece of it's going to feel like a vacation on the other end. And, you know, I see this too, as I'm talking retreat families through their week, I'm like, you guys think it's just a vacation, right? Oh, you're going to, you just wait till you get to the end. It's not just a vacation. It's so much more. There's family connection. There's rest. There's restoration. There's joy. There's hope. Like you, it gives you strength to get through weeks and weeks, months and months after your retreat. And I've heard that from retreat families. And so now in my heart, as I'm talking to them, getting these families ready for the week, I'm like, oh, you just think you're getting ready for a week long vacation. It's so much more. It's so much more. It's so funny. You mentioned that on the volunteer side. So um, we've been doing Lighthouse for, I don't know, our family, 13, 14 years. Afternoon coffee was never a thing. (laughs) Until I went to Lighthouse, <laughs> because that's when I was like, I need something. Uh, preferably to get me ice the yeah. rest and of this in a day. big, big, big cup. The tallest you have. 
at three o'clock that's going to get me through the rest of I this day. I became a coffee drinker uh-huh. on Lighthouse. <laughs> I never had coffee. And I, when I'm there, only when I'm there do I need several cups of yeah. iced coffee yeah. throughout the week. And I come back all jittery yep. and awake, yep. but that's, that's what That's where there. afternoon coffee came into play yes. for me. And yes, it's something iced <laughs> yeah. um, because it's in the middle of the yeah. summer and I don't want a hot cup of coffee. But that's where it's like, oh, okay, this is why yeah. people drink um, coffee mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Best yep, reason gonna for need it. that. Gonna need that. Got to make it till nine o'clock. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Nine hey, o'clock. That's early. Yeah. Hey, Jackie, walk <clears throat> us through applying for a retreat. Like, what are the qualifications? How does somebody? You know, do they have to? Is it a long process to get put on a retreat? What yeah. kind of things do they need to know walking in? Right. You know, that's what I love about our process. Is truly, there's not a lot of um, requirements as far as. You know, families reach out and they're just like, are we supposed to, you know, fill out a lot of forms from the doctors, you know, to apply? And I'm like, no, here's our application. You can fill it out online. You can fill it out from your phone. Um, In the requirements, we just ask that your child on treatment is not older than 18 um, and that they have um, that they either have currently walking through cancer or not um, um, your past treatment Um, and basically you know we ask that if the couple is married that the husband and wife attend the retreat because like I said it's so much more than a vacation Um, it, it is a time where families and couples come together and connect and so we feel like it's very valuable to have the husband and wife attend the retreat um but we do have single moms attend um and so we and we have a special single mom retreat um for those moms so i love that because they get to come in and that's the next layer of not only doing this cancer journey but having someone who knows what it feels like to do that alone and so basically it is just applying um through our system our application that we send your way and then i reach out and connect with you and let you know that you have been accepted or put on a wait list depending on where we are with um applications at the time and it's super easy for our families and i love that there's not a whole lot of hoops that everybody has to jump through to make on yeah so their child has to be on treatment or one year removed from treatment that's correct and then for single moms it's not just that retreat no there is a retreat where if they want to attend with just single moms right they can certainly apply for that one but single moms can go to any retreat Mm -hmm. okay yeah that's right so as you're walking these families through and getting them ready i'm sure you get asked a gazillion questions all over the place tell us some of the most common ones like give us like three of the top questions that you get asked and go ahead and pop out those answers yeah yeah you know, one of the main questions is travel assistance. That's the the first yeah. one. And so mm-hmm. we we do have some travel assistance for our families, and we make it very easy for them to apply. There's just an application that their social worker has to fill out, really basically sign off on, and then they can email that text or email or um, fax that our way. Um, and it doesn't cover the cost to get, you know, of the whole retreat to get them um, there, but it does give some some help for them to get there. So that's number one. So just on that note, then, 
it, the week is free for our families. Yes. Yes. So for you guys that are listening, for the families that have a child uh, on, on treatment that we're serving, 100% free mm-hmm. um, is the week when you're there. However, we don't cover 100% of travel to get there, but we do have what you're talking about is travel assistance. Yes. Which that, is great. That travel assistance. Um, you know, the next question that I get asked a lot is, hey, if we fly in, do we need a car? Um, are we going to have a lot of free time in that? And so I recommend for a lot of our families to get a car because we do have some afternoons that are free and then Thursday afternoon um, they might want to explore the area but they don't have to have a car so you know if that's something you think oh that doesn't fit in our budget that's fine because there's plenty of to do around the area that we're staying where you won't need a car but that is definitely um, a common question and then I think the the third question is really like so we don't have to pay for anything. We don't. We just show up, and you guys are going to take care of everything. And you know, we send for our families who are walking through treatment. Um, they, you, know, they have so much on their plate. So we don't send all the details to all uh, the family all at one time. So they, we've got this process for every few weeks. We send more and more details about the retreat. And so when we send the schedule of what the treat, retreat looks like on the daily i think that they are just um the questions you know fall around what does that schedule look like and then really this is just all going to be provide are are you sure we don't need to bring any more and and so that piece of do we need beach chairs like no you know we've i think this idea that most of the things that they're trying to think through for planning we've already covered for them as far as um you know where they're staying and all those things. And I think, again, they're so used to trying to figure out all the details. That's very hard for them to let go of. Um, But I think it's very freeing, too, in the fact of like, okay, this is hard to say we don't have to do this or plan for this or figure this out. You guys have that done for us. But this is very hard because we are all of the plans and the Mm. details. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of our basic three. Love that. They're very lucky to have you walking them through this process. And you do such a good job getting them ready to come on retreat. Oh, thank you. I I do love my job and I do love um, the mission of Lighthouse to say all the time that um, I'm drinking the juice or the (laughs) Kool-Aid. And I think when you get to walk them through such a hard season and provide an element of hope um it is so rewarding so i just love that i get to do it love to get to do it with such a great team too especially christy richards christy richards gracious hey jackie this has been great so this is this is a um a great conversation today but we're going to come back with you um, and do another episode we're going to come back because we want to talk about um on this next episode um weekends and one days um because we have we do more than just yes. week long so yes. we're going to come back with you and, and talk about those on the next episode um folks thanks for listening we're so glad um that we get to do this with you and uh just remember subscribe wherever it is that you're listening and don't forget to rate and review and share Share this with folks. Um, Be sure to pass it along so more and more families are listening. Uh, And we will catch up with you guys on the next episode here with Jackie.